You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hello. Is it right? Steve's very. I just, I just, I just hit him in case you didn't see that. He was, he's looking at a scripture already. Yeah, he says Happy New Year, though. Happy right? there New you Year. Go. There you go. Yeah, we have been. I think this is the fourth year of the Uncommon Truth podcast. This is the beginning of it, or we've done three complete. And we've done three complete years at this point. So. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Sure? Yeah. Started in. 2019. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? I, know, I thought it was longer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really did, because I'm I I thinking you. of when uh, our, 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 our good brother passed away. Yeah, that's and, why I uh, sing it, too. It's going to be three er- years in March. Yeah, and he was here. I he was here he before was, that. He yeah, was here for a anyway, year. Anyway, we probably don't need to rehash that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, well, it's, uh, but anyway, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I'm excited to be doing another year of this show with you guys. Do you enjoy it? I do enjoy it. Well, I like being with you guys. I like being with Jeremiah. He's our producer over there, and he sits there and listens. And yeah. He smiles all the time now. He's we got, wonderful. we got to change his name to he, Smiley. Smiley. <laughs> he smiles all the He's time wonderful. Now. He's from Morwena, yeah. Alberta? No. Uh, yeah. Winnipeg. No. Manitoba. Manitoba. There we go. Oh, he just... <laughs> he, he, Winnipeg For all you Morwenians, I'm sorry. So Winna. it's Marina, Winnipeg. Yeah. No, no, Manitoba. Manitoba. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Winnipeg is a city. Oh. That's right. I knew that. There we go. Well, just on that note. He, did. Um, he just got a major award. What is a major yeah. award? He was the best elf over Christmas. That is oh, true. That was he got good. the he top elf fabulous. award. You ever yeah. see him, da- the dancing elf? Dancing well, elf. That's not him. The skipping elf. Oh, it was pretty. It was skipping. pretty. The yeah. skipping we taught him how to skip yeah. the other day, too. That was pretty cool. There's a video of him and I skipping. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. He's it's great. Great, great job. Skip. Yeah. But uh yeah, we've come out we've come out of a, a really fun season over uh, the Christmas time. It was a fun season. Lots of good stuff happening yeah. sharing the light of Jesus and now. We uh, the lights of hope, I think yeah. we had over 22,000 people come mm-hmm. wow. and hear about Jesus and have fun in the lights and yeah. it was amazing and and uh, your team, uh, our team gave out 1558 kids Christmas and it's just amazing it's you know Jesus says I think it's Jesus he says it's more wonderful it's more blessed to give than receive isn't that Jesus yeah. okay good <laughs> and we experienced that yeah. this year yeah right yeah I think it's Jesus yeah it was great yeah we, we've yeah now we're it's a new year and you know uh everyone likes to talk about what's you know what's happening this year what's the Lord doing all those kind of things but and all those things that you know maybe good to to pray about and think of but I, I just wanted to bring it back to the basics today of just really what what does it mean to be a Christian one of the hallmarks of a believer as opposed to you know what are the hallmarks of the world or different things and you know the, the Christian word that we use a lot which will we'll get into today is is the word fruit we talk yes. about the fruit of someone's life the, the fruit that they're bearing and um but i really want to talk about that idea of getting people to take a moment to take stock and say what, what fruit is growing on my tree it's good but uh, let's let's dive into let's i like to dive let's dive scripture here where are we at we are in luke chapter six yes. verse let's start we'll start in 39 we'll read the okay, whole why thing not? So I think we read some of this recently on uh, our episode with you and Pam, actually, Vicky, but we're going to focus on the second half, but we'll, we'll, read, we'll read through. Okay. 
So, and he also spoke to them, he being Jesus. A blind man cannot guide the blind man, can he? Will they not both fall into a pit? A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone, after he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Mm. Or how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of it that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its fruit. Mm. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good, and the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. Good. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. Go ahead, Steve. So, this, is your, this is like your favorite. Well, this is this one is. of the places where Jesus says some of these things. Yeah. And you go, you know, this is his sermon following his Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. The blessed are those who, you know, uh, weep and blessed are those who hunger and yeah. <laughs> blessed are those who are poor. All the things we don't want to be. <laughs> and he says blessed, you know. And so he's, he's saying that the operating procedure of the world that we live in it's not his operating procedure. Hmm. That even though you're poor, mourn, you know, all these things, he is going to bring really good things to you. That he's going to bless you. You're going to be, you're going to have a source from heaven that's unendable. It doesn't have a beginning and an end. It just, it's a source from heaven. You're tied in, you're, you're plugged in like, you know, there's just no end to this power source. Mm-hmm. And so then... I mean, he. I mean, it's a lot of stuff about don't judge, forgive, um, love your enemies, mm-hmm. turn the other cheek, go the extra mile. He says all of this stuff after the Beatitudes, and it's really the operating procedure of a Christian. Hmm. It's what it takes to, to be blessed are you. Wow. So he says blessed are, and then he explains it over the next, you know, however long he spoke, hour and a half or whatever it took to say all these things. Do you think things. it was an hour and a half? Do you think I don't know. He okay. was, I don't know how they spoke, okay. I don't, you know, but... Maybe he had a 25-minute clock like you think. Yeah, maybe yeah, he had a yeah. clock like me, and someone started playing a guitar to shut him up before he was done. I don't know, but I'm not He's bitter. Not don't worry He's about me. Bitter. I'm not mad. I don't resent it. LOL. Yeah, you know, the whole love your enemies and all that stuff. He's saying this is what it takes to be one of those blessed people, you know, mm-hmm. one of those people who receive that unending, that doesn't uh, source that doesn't need to be replenished, you know. And that source is him. And then he comes on. He, he also spoke a parable to them. Mm-hmm. A blind man cannot guide a blind man. So if you don't know these things, you really <laughs> shouldn't be trying to guide people in how to receive so the resource of God. To If you don't depend on God, you shouldn't be teaching people how to depend on God. And you shouldn't be teaching them things that don't depend on God. And he's basically saying a blind man can't lead a blind man. Out of the results of this comes bad fruit. Mm -hmm. And you can't say this man was a good tree if he produced bad fruit. And that bad fruit is not, you know, what it said, blessed is he who knows God. Mm -hmm. I don't remember all the bad beatitudes off the top of my head, but knows God, you know. Uh, He can't teach you how to trust in something other than God and then say he taught you to know God. 
and the bad fruit, you can't say he's a good man if he taught you to trust in something other than God. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So what this whole, you know, you want to say, what's it about? Mm-hmm. Well, it's about when you pray, pray my father, make yourself a father in heaven, mm-hmm. have the kind of prayer that says, I trust in you. Give me this day our daily bread. You know, it's, it's almost a prayer that says, I trust you for my daily bread. Mm-hmm. I trust you for my protection from the evil one, from temptation. I trust you to forgive me, but only as I forgive those. I trust you for forgiveness, but I take the responsibility to forgive those who've sinned against me so that I might plug into your forgiveness. And this whole sermon goes on and on until it comes to this tree. And the, the thing we really want to talk about is the tree. Mm-hmm. That's a man teaching people how to be plugged into God. We already talked about abide in me and my word abides in you. You are, you, you know, you'll bear good fruit and the fruit that lasts forever. You'll have this source that goes on forever. And you can't teach people to trust in something other than God and be called good fruit. And so it's, it, that's what this is. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? They want to talk about judgment, right? To say you're judging him when you have something to judge. But what it's really talking about is teaching people to follow God. Hmm. You, um, the, the tree, the, is your life bearing good fruit? Are you getting the specks out of your own eyes so that you might help your brother get the speck out of his own? You see, if it was about worrying about your speck, it wouldn't say for me to first take care of my specks and then take care of your specks. It would say take care of your own specks and let him take care of his own. Get out of his business. Wow. It doesn't say that. It says, why do you try to get his speck out, but keep your own specs? Mm-hmm. Why do you try to be irreverent, trust in your money, keep your all? Like, my money's my money, and your money's my money. You know, you give to God and take care of this church, but I'm going to keep my money and not take care of this church. It's okay. kind of like that, a leader who does that. And it's, why do you try to get the speck out of everybody? Why do you try to teach your brother these good things when you don't live these good things? And you can't say you're good if the outcome of your life is that you don't trust God. And then you try to teach them to trust God. How can you do that? How can the blind lead the blind? You're going to say, because I don't trust God, but I'm going to teach you to trust God. He's saying that can't happen. That guy will learn from you not to trust God. Wow. So who's teaching you? You know, who's telling your story? Who's, we, we just had some sermons that said, who, who, whose party are you going to? Jesus said, when you're invited to a party, act like this. When you invite people to a party, act like that. And God's going to invite you to a party one day. And this is what's going to be expected of you. And so it's like in your life, who do you let teach you? Who's speaking into your life? Who's teaching you? Are they trying to teach you to trust God? Well, look at their life. Do they trust God? Uh, Are they trying to teach you to follow God? Well, are they following God? Are they trying to teach you to obey? Well, are they obeying? Are they trying to teach you to love? Well, are they loving? Hmm. I just heard a story of a, of a system of pastoring where the pastor gets a percentage of the money from the offerings on Sunday morning. And he's and he does hour-long offering sermons. Oh, yeah, wow. of course. Well, because his percentage goes up the more he gets them to give. Right. Well, if he's trying to teach you to give, is he giving? Hmm. And, and it's like on and on and on and on and on. If he's trying to teach you marital practices, what's his marriage like? If he's trying to teach you how to raise children, how many has he raised? And did he do good? And it's on and on. This uh, The blind cannot lead the blind. 
You've got to find someone who knows what they're doing. Does a carpenter teach an electrician how to wire a house? Or does an electrician teach an electrician how to wire a house? You want to be a brain surgeon? Don't learn from a carpenter. That's not a very good thing to do. We all, we all get that. Yeah, don't, you, you, all you know how to do is cut wood. Don't, don't get out of my brain, man. And, and it's, does, does the man trying to teach you how to follow God, understand the Bible, know what he's saying? Does he know the Bible? Does he, does he have the good fruit of his interpretation? Or is he just throwing spaghetti on the wall trying to get you to not look at his life yeah. and see where he's at in life? That his children are a mess, that his life is a mess, that his finances are a mess, that his marriage is a mess, his, his wife is unfulfilled and unhappy. Oh, you want to know if my wife's happy? Listen to the podcast. Amen. Come around, come around the church. Yeah. You'll see a woman that is free to be her. And happy as can be. Well, then maybe you should listen to me about what it is to be in love for a lifetime. You know, to find a, to make a marriage that's, I'd be someone you might listen to. You wouldn't want to listen to me if my marriage was miserable. Mm. Right? But, and, and on and on and on. Do my kids love Jesus? Well, maybe I can, you know, maybe I, I don't know some things about child, but I know how to raise children that love Jesus. And maybe you should listen to me. And some guy's trying to teach you how to parent and his kids don't love Jesus. Well, I think the number one goal of a parent is to get his kids to heaven. That's what I think. It isn't to get them a big house on a hill or make sure they have an education. It's to make sure they get to heaven. That's really good. Whether they live to be 20 or they live to be 100, get them to heaven yeah. so they can live eternally. But that's what this is talking about, in my opinion, yeah. is if you're going to follow Jesus, learn to pray like this. Learn to, if you're going to be forgiven, forgive. If you're going to be, not be judged, then don't judge. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a man who's going to lead people, make sure you're following. Yeah. If you're going to teach them what to do, make sure you're doing what you teach them. That's really good. And if you're going to listen to somebody that's going to teach you how to do something, like, you know, um, some of us carpenters can teach you how to build a set of, set of stairs, and some of us can't. Who would you rather listen to, the guy that can show you the stairs he's built or the one that says, oh, trust me, trust me, I know how to do it? Um, there's some complicated yeah. issues to it. You know, That's really good. I think, I'm, you know, you majored, which is really good, on the point of, like, making sure you're listening to somebody that has the good fruit. But I think the the other side of the equation is I think we can be quick to give advice to people when we don't necessarily have the fruit ourselves. Like, you know, we're, that's we, what, you that's what I'm like, about. You like, shouldn't be teaching. Right. Both sides of it. Is, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we're – it's like have we looked at ourselves and said, is this an area where I have fruit that someone really should <laughs> try to follow? But often – we preach more than we practice. And that's <laughs> what know. Jesus talks about. Yeah. You're, yeah. Both gonna yeah. follow, you're both your blind guide. Right. Mm. And in our society in America, and probably in England and Canada as well, um, that's epidemic is that, yeah. you know, you, there's people that want to give you their opinion all day long. And you're like, sometimes I think to myself, why? I mean, I'm not that rude to say, why would I listen to you? Mm -hmm. But in my head, I'm like, why would I listen to you? Just like Steve said, your kids are a mess, you're, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're this, you're that, you know, because I can see, and I can't even see behind the curtain. This is what I just see on the outside. Mm -hmm. So the fruit, because we can't see behind closed doors. Right. And sometimes we're, we are duped. There just is that possibility. But what can you see? He's saying, look at what you can see and judge for yourself, whether you should follow them, you know. Uh, it's kind of funny because he says, um, he calls them um, a hypocrite, he says, um, 
says, uh, oh, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck that is in your eye out when you yourself have a lo- see you, you have a log. See the log that is in your eye. He says, you hypocrite, which recently we, I think we even said it on the podcast, is that that's a faker. An that's actor. an actor. Yeah. So he, it's like, okay, we could be, we could be duped or, or um, surprised by people what they do behind closed doors. Right. But really being fruit inspectors on the exterior of what we can see. Yeah. You know, and like Steve said, you know, is he a man or a woman? Is it a man or a woman of character and honor? And their yes is yes and their no is no. Does their life look like Jesus is a center? Does their husband or wife look like they're happily married? Do their kids love Jesus? Or, you know, you know, because some kids, you're going to, if out of four, you might, sometimes you might get one that, goes out to the world for a while but the you know the the promise if you continue to love Jesus is they'll come back mm-hmm. around for your house but like look at look at the way people lead and uh, I mean Steve and I it's so funny wherever we go and I'm I'm serious about this wherever we go Costco's is notorious we people run up to Steve and they always want to tell him exactly everything they want to tell him and to how you to mean live. They want to preach to me. They want to preach to you. They, they want, want to, to tell you me. how to live. They want oh. to teach you how to do church. And they, they don't even know Steve. They just want to tell him that. But it's like, and sometimes in my head, it's like, again, why would I listen to you? None of your kids love Jesus. Mm. Not any. You know, so it um, it's, it's interesting. Fruit is an interesting thing because you should be able to see it for the most part. A tree does not hide its fruit. Right. You will Only when eventually, storm eventually. Be able to see it, and that's yeah. kind of what Jesus goes that's on really to finish this chapter with. Yeah. Is he talks about the the uh, wise and foolish builder, right? The the one who builds his house. Here's what Jesus puts into practice. He's building his house on the rock. And puts the, his words into practice. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yep. Yeah. He builds his house on the rock. So when the flood comes, it stands, and the one yes. that hears him doesn't. Right. The flood comes, and it yeah. falls. great is great is the uh, yeah. It says the ruin of that house was great. Correct. And like that. So really, sometimes the house might, both houses might look exactly the same, but what it's built upon eventually will show, right? Yeah. So, so whether good. you can see on the outside or not, eventually it's going to, as we say, and I don't know if you said this over here, but then when we say it, it'll come out in the wash. It all comes out in the wash. Yeah. We said, we used to yeah. say that. Yeah. I think you guys got it from us. Sure. So back in, <laughs> down in verse 45, you know, when it talks about the good man of the good treasure of his heart. Yes. Brings forth what is good. We come to the uh, mistaken idea that it's extremely obvious all the time, yeah. and it becomes obvious. Uh, it, the, the evil man brings forth what is evil, for his mouth speaks what's in his heart. Hmm. And what that, you know, so most of the time it's very deceiving hmm. because they're saying what you want to hear, and it doesn't sound like evil. I hmm. want to be able to keep mine. I want to have all of the blessing and none of the responsibility. I want that. So when you're teaching me, I can have that. And you can teach me, I can depend on my wealth. I can depend mm-hmm. on my, my life. I can depend on pe- people. You're, you're, you're speaking evil, but it doesn't sound like evil. Mm-hmm. And it says the good man out of the goodness of his heart, the good treasure of his heart, bring forth good. And when we're saying, you know, that you have to give and you have to serve to lay down your life. You have to, what he just said, turn the other cheek. Yeah. Go the extra mile. Love your enemy. Do good to him who does bad to you. It doesn't sound like good. 
but it, it will bear itself out. The mm. foundation will hold. That's good. The storm is beating on both houses when the storm is light and it's growing. Both houses feel secure. Mm. But as the storm gets bad, both houses feel like they're under siege. But then the waves hit and only the good house stands and the bad house. Great will the fall of that house mm -hmm. be is what he says. And so I think that, you know, what Vicky's saying about the actors that, you know, what you're saying is it, it shows a lot of times it doesn't show when it's being planted. Mm -hmm. It doesn't show when the um, when the deception is taking hold in people's heart to turn them away from dependence on God. Yeah. He wants to be a father to people who are dependent like toddlers. We say this all the time. That's the goal of God is to cause people to be dependent like toddlers. And then out of that group of toddlers pr produce heirs to the throne of God to walk the face of the earth and proclaim his goodness and proclaim his truth and say the hard things like, no, we have to give. We have to lay down our life. We have to serve. We have to do what this says. We have to abstain from evil and abstain from sin and not depend on our own not depend on our stuff not be satisfied with our comfort but to seek him out and put ourselves in a position i was sharing again today that we at the father's house whenever we figure out what we can afford to do we then do a little more so that we can make sure we can't afford to do we can't cash the checks we wrote and I don't mean in a, uh, we're not being irresponsible and bouncing yeah. checks. Right. Right. I'm talking with our life. Yeah. We, we do more yeah. than we are, we could possibly do. Sometimes, and this is my fault, if it's a fault, I do more than it's even responsible to do. You go out and we put ourselves out on the limb. Like if he doesn't come through, man, this is really going to turn out bad, you know? And we did that for Lights of Hope this year. We yeah. stuck our necks way out. People were, one guy complained about the high cost of food to me in a kind of a fun, jokey way. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we, we put $90,000 out, mm -hmm. and we're just hoping through hot dogs and hot chocolate mm -hmm. we can gain it back. Yep. <laughs> we can get that 90. If we don't, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> but we're kind of dependent on God. We're just, we want everybody to have a great time you know and, and nobody has to buy a piece of anything mm -hmm. piece of pizza or hot dog or anything but it is kind of funny that yeah we, we stick our necks way out and then we watch god we mm -hmm. do what it takes and then the rest is up to him right. this and, it, year. and in that you're following what you feel like he's led you to do only you're, you're, you're only. not you're not just sticking your neck out and saying oh, let's oh see, no right you're, you're no, following no, no. his his lead it's always i hear yeah. people all the time say you know i wanted to do this but the provision never came <coughs> excuse me I say, well, the provision might not have come because you never did this. Yeah. You never went out in dependency. So me, dependent on God is where provision comes from. I, if, I can, if I can take care of myself, he lets me. In fact, he says that to Job. If you show me where by your mighty right arm you can save yourself, I will let you. But it's pretty clear that you can't. Yeah. So you should probably, if you think it was you that built all this wealth and not my blessing, then go ahead and rebuild it, mm -hmm. basically. And that's what's, you know, uh, there's no chance on earth I can do this in my strength. But, I, I, but he Natural. won't do something if I don't move out and put him in a, a position of my dependence. Good. And when I, when I trust, that's when I see the provision. When I, when I go do this, 
what he told me to do saying, Hey, he told me to do it. He'll, he'll, he will provide the land, the ram in the thicket, you mm -hmm. know, uh, the Abraham story, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, Abraham, yeah. God said to Abraham, give me a son. Yeah. Abe said, God, you must be putting me on. <laughs> 1970s Larry Norman. Yeah. No, no, that was uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah, in the end, it's like, Abe, when you see me coming, you you don't have to do this, Abe, but when you see me coming, you better run. That's going to trust like, that turn. Huh? Every now and then we hear some 70s uh, yeah. music from uh, Steve Ursillo. Yeah, Steve Ursillo going back to his... Uh, Larry Norman. Days of running, running from the Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's really good. I, you know, I, uh, where was I going to go? My brain got stuck. Um, but yeah, just this idea of what Jesus is calling the people to do was so different to what the Pharisees were calling the people to do. That's good. Um, and you know, they sounded wise, but what they were leading the people was that's really good. You know, not towards the lord really and i think sometimes that's the the difficulty that churches can have is that if you want to grow a church or win people over or do these things then there's there's a message that you can speak but is it really wisdom is it really bringing them to to life or is it just kind of right what's the yeah. produce of what yeah. they're teaching you? right good word produce because we're talking about trees you know and and <laughs> and that's like the Jews have the same as Christianity, you know. Yeah. Only we get grace, and they have works. They have something else. They have a law. Yeah. And they have, uh, they have uh, forbearance of mm -hmm. sins, and we have forgiveness of sins. Right. They, I guess, they could be forgiven, but mostly they were foreborn to deal with later, and so it was really important for them to spend a lifetime of no sin. And we get away with having been in sin as Gentiles and then coming to the Lord. Mm -hmm. But we, too, are supposed to not have a life of sin. And um, so they had the same thing. So it doesn't matter who Jesus is talking to here. I believe what he's doing is teaching uh, how to follow him. Yeah. This is what living in the kingdom of God is like. And it's the, these, these principles are true for Christians and Jews mm -hmm. that who's leading you, who's teaching you, you know, who is it you're following, and who are you giving power in your life? Yeah. Who's your daddy, really? Yeah, that? who's your daddy <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah, I mean, he says it to to them later, right? They, the, uh, no, not later, but in John, there's the account where they say, "Our father's Abraham," and he says, "Oh, no, your father, you know, your father's not Abraham because if it was, you'd do this." And yeah, you'd you, at least follow Your father's him. the devil because you do what he says, right? There's that, and it's that real divide of who who are you following, who are you listening and, and, to? And, and verse 48 and 45, and I think you talked about it, but it stands out to me. The good man, out of the good, good treasure of his heart, brings forth what is good. And the evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth what is evil from his mouth, speaks from what fills his heart. That's so fascinating to me because it is really who you are. Mm -hmm. It's just not what you speak. It's, it's really people should be able to see who you are even without speaking. They should know you're a good person, and and people might not like you because you because you're a Christian and you live for love for Jesus. But that's not what they're talking about. He's talking about it's really easy to see if you're just talking the talk and not walking the walk, mm -hmm. and that's a little bit of a platitude. But it, it it is true. You should be able to see the produce, the fruit from a distance. Yeah. You know, it's it's like. You, why are you doing what you're doing? It's because who it's because of who yeah. I am. It's because of who I serve. Mm. It's because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I, I want to I wanna do the greater things, mm. and that means feeding, clothing, whatever, you know, giving your life away. My life is not mine. It's his. So 
his example was so strong that if we can have a portion of that example in our lives and people can see it, especially nowadays, um, it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, people are lovers of money and lovers of self and lovers of comfort and lovers of education. And when you come in the opposite spirit and just give it away freely, it's curious. Mm -hmm. And it, and not doing it because you're trying to win your way to heaven, mm -hmm. but because you freely was given, freely you give. It's so really it's a different heart. I'm not trying to win anything. I just want to become somebody. Yeah. I want to. I want to be look more and more like Jesus. That's really good. So before I bring it to a close, I just want to pose this question, which is: it, I started with the thought of it's, it's New Year, and lots of people are going to focus on what does the Lord have for this year, and come up. And you know, I've already seen tons of them on social media that the prophecies for the year, and we can get all caught up in that. But what I really thought the Lord was saying was take stock of where we're actually at. So. All of what we said being true, if I wanted to look at the fruit that was growing on my tree, how could I go about taking an inventory of my fruitfulness? Well, I look at how dependent I am on God. That's it. Yeah. How can I teach a man to be dependent on God? That's what we've said, if I don't know how to be dependent on God. And so I should really stop teaching if I'm not dependent on God. How much do I trust him? How much fear is in my life? How can I teach a person to not fear life if I fear life? Mm -hmm. it's, it goes on and on and on. Take stock. <clears throat> How do you take stock of yourself? Mm -hmm. You look and say, where, where am I dependent on God? Mm -hmm. Have I ever tested my dependency? It's really easy when I have big money in the bank. It's like, I don't worry about money. Of course not. You have a ton in the bank. <laughs> yeah. We've been there. We've had a ton. And we've also had less than minus. I mean, we have been so minus for so long. We lived six years one time, making less than our bills and never going behind. Mm -hmm. We tithed. We were blessed. We lived a blessed life. And we could tell you so easily that, you know, what we could teach people how to trust God because mm -hmm. we knew how. We had proof. And now we've been married 40, coming up on 48 years, but it's 47 and a half. And, um, I think it's actually 44. 44. I'm sorry. I'm talking about my, I'm talking about my Christianity. It's actually, it's actually, I'm talking, I'm talking about it seems my, okay. like 50, doesn't it? Yes. It's only 40, but it seems like 50. Right after me telling him how happy my I'm wife like, was to be married exactly to me. Right. Come on, Vicky. Yeah. Okay. Come well, on, baby. Come on. Come on, fun. baby. That was fun. That was fun. So anyway, 43 coming up on 44. I was saying 47 and 8 because that's how long I've been a Christian. But anyway, <laughs> 43. Wrong. So a now we've been married all these years and... We can tell you, we know how to trust God. We've lost everything in a fire. We have had a great deal, and we have had nothing. We've had minus, and we can tell you that none of it means anything. All that matters in our life is that we trust him for whatever comes. And, uh, it's a ride. It's a heck of a ride. <laughs> it a, really is. It's an it's awesome a, it's a journey to, be, to always give more than you can afford, even if it's only a dollar more than you can afford to give and put yourself in a position of depending Amen. on him. Amen. We can easily teach young people to depend on him. And if you came in, into one of our team meetings, you would see 70 or 80 people or whatever it is now. You'd see a bunch of people, 70, let's say, uh, people that are <laughs> absolutely just full of joy. Yeah. They Amen. just love, be, they love what they do. They're loved to be part of it. Their life's, the, the, if I said, Whose life's the best it's ever been? Everybody raises their hand because it is, and it's true. And if you can't, if your life's not the best it's ever been, 
How can you teach others to make their wow. lives the best it's ever been? Oh, that's good. If it's not further up and farther up in for you, then how can it be further? You good. teach anybody to go further and farther. Up. Good. And so that's what the answer is. How do I know? How do I take stock of me? I, I look at my life and do I, de- where do I depend on God? That's good. And how do catastrophes and difficulties affect me? Good. Where do they place me? And so that's how you know. And if you're teaching people and you're not, you maybe take a sabbatical. Get your life straight. Get your head straight. That's right. Go out and put yourself in a position to trust God. Amen. That's really good. Anything you want to add to that? No, I agree with that. That's really good. Want to follow ahead? 100%. Except for the number of years we were married. I suppose you did have that already. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say, is it okay to say idiot on a recording? No, No, you just tell them how you have a great marriage. You can call me an idiot. I do have a great marriage. I know I said my wife's happy because I'm a great husband. I didn't say anything about it. Probably even a great wife. Praise uh, the Lord. Pray, thank, I'm a saint. Yeah. Yes, Saint Vicky. Saint Vicky. But uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, this, that was a really good episode. I, I pray that anyone listening would just take that moment. And, you know, I, I think even if we are bearing good fruit, there's always the opportunity to become more fruitful. Oh, Amen. it's so, further up. Yeah. We've yeah never we have arrived. not yeah. arrived. Yeah. We, we have going. not arrived. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. So even if you are depending on him, look at the places where you can take another step. Correct. Closer and deeper. And he's always willing to show us those moments you know so uh thanks for joining me steve and vicky thank you for listening and we will see you next time thanks for listening bye-bye thank you for listening to the uncommon truth podcast today i hope this episode encouraged you inspired you maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live if you haven't already please take a moment and subscribe to the uncommon truth podcast that way you'll get every episode each week when it's released It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.